0: We begin the Gemara today towards the bottom of Chavzai and Ahmed Beis where it says, Five lines from the bottom of the Ahmed. Gemara here is talking about a case that Rav and Rabbi Yechenen spoke about which is when you have two sisters that fell for Yibum, and uh, they fell for Yibum for one person and the problem is that it's a Choyzik Kukasai. So now Rav said that if one of them died, it doesn't matter which one. Whether the first one that fell for yibum or the second one that fell for yibum, so now there's no issue of a chayis anymore. Even though originally they were sisters, but now that one died, so the second one is the only one that's here for yibum. So you can go ahead and do yibum. So the chiddush of what Rab is saying is, even though she was usher once in the beginning when she fell for yibum, but nevertheless, after the other one passes away, that isr is removed. Rabbi Yechinen disagrees. Rabbi Yechinen says, in a case where you had sisters that fell for yibum. You can't say that if either one passes away, so then it's not going to be a of Achayisul Kukasai anymore. He says only if the second one passes away, then I'm going to say that the Yisr of Achayisul doesn't apply anymore. And the reason is because the first one, originally when she fell for yibum, she was alone. And she was not Asser because of a Kukasai. Elamai, what happened? Then the second sister fell for yibum. Now the first one became Asser. So if the second one dies, what we say is that the first one that originally was Mutter could go back to the original Heter. The second one, since from the very first moment that she fell for yibum, she was Asr, she was achaisuk HaKasai, that Asa remains forever. But the first one, since originally she was the only person here for yibum, and there was no achaisuk Elamai, in between there was another sister. If that sister passes away, so now the first one could do Yibum. That was Rabbi Yechinen. On this, the Gemara asked a question from the Mishnah of the beginning of the Patek, where the Mishnah there spoke about basically this kind of a case, where you had two brothers that were married to two sisters, and both brothers passed away. And now these two sisters are up for Yibbom for another two surviving brothers. And the Mishnah says, none of them could do Yibbom on these two sisters because it's a kasai. They both have to do chalitza. So what the Gemara asks is, why did they both have to do chalitza? According to Rav Yechenen, and the same really according to Rav, why can't we say, let them do chalitza, let one of them do chalitza for the second sister. Once you do chalitza for the second sister, so now she's out of the picture. She's removed now there's only one sister left. And which sister is left? The first one. And the first one, which was originally alone, now should return back to her original heta. Because L'Chadchila, she fell for Yibum alone, and she, there was no Achayizu Kukasai. That second sister that, that, that then came into the picture, give her chalitza and remove her now, and now you'll go back to having the first one that you could do uh, Yibum for. Because now she's back to her original heta. So why does the Mishnah say to do chalitza for both? So Rabbi Yechenen had responded to this question. He didn't have an answer. He said, the Tana of this Mishnah that says that both of them need to do chalitza, I don't know who, who taught this. Because it, 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 to him he says, this halacha doesn't make sense. So the Gemara now here is going to try a lot of different answers to this Mishnah and try to figure out why Rabbi Yechenen did not want to give any of the following answers here. Why didn't Rabbi Yechenon answer, When it says in the Mishnah that you have to do chalitze, what it meant is, It means that only one of them have to do chalitze. The Mishnah Taka did not mean that you have to do chalitze for both of them. For the second sister, you're going to have to do chalitze. But for the first one, you don't have to do chalitze. Because the first one will go back to the original hatter, like Rabbi Yechinen had said, Says the Gemara, he didn't want to answer that because choyl is katani. It says in the Mishnah choyl is using a plural term that means both of them have to do chalitza. Gemara, but why didn't Rabbi Yechen want to answer on this Mishnah, my choyl the fact that it uses a plural term of choyl that both do chalitza, it doesn't mean both sisters in this case do chalitza, but rather it means choyl the alma. It's giving you this general halacha b'nige'e to any other case similar to here that one sister has going to have to do chalitza and the other one not. So it's using a plural term because it's giving you the halacha regarding any other case that's similar to here. Says so the Gemara, you can't say it's going on other cases because haray elu katani. It says hare elu chalitza, these two sisters must do chalitza. Frek the Gemara further, why wouldn't he want to answer that over here, the reason why the Mishnah says that both have to do chalitze, is because the chalitze lay Larishaina. What happened over here was, one of the brothers gave chalitze to the first one. Bedesha in the beginning. So now, once you gave chalitze for the first one first, so then, there's no option anymore to go and be miyabim the second one. The only reason Rabbi Yechanan says this would work, that you could do Yibum for one of them, is if you give chalitza to the second one. So now the first one, which was originally Mutter, could return to her original Heter. But if you give chalitza to that first one first, the second one, which was Osir, from the moment she fell for Yibum, she's going to remain Osir forever. And that's why the Mishnah says, in such a case you have to do chalitza for both. So the Gemara says, no, Rabbi Yechanan did not want to give this answer either, because Choyl the language of the Mishnah that says that they both Hare Elu doesn't sound like it's speaking about a specific Bidiyevet case when you already gave Chalitza to the first one. It's talking about in any case, Chalitza, that this is the halacha that you always have to do, that you must give Chalitza for both of them and there's no other takana. Another question. Why wouldn't Rab want to answer that there's a here? Gizeh, that in this case, when you have two sisters, Even though you would be able to say that let him do chalitza only for the second one. And then the first one would be available for yibum. but maybe there's a gzayra. Gzayra, Dilme, Kodam, Vachaletz, Larishayna, Beresha. Maybe if you're going to allow what Rabbi Erchanan said, that you you should go ahead and do chalitza for the second one, and then the first one would be mutter, people might confuse that people might say, oh, if you could do Chalitza for one and Yibam for the other, maybe the reverse is also possible. Maybe give Chalitza for the first one and then you do Yibam for the second one. And that's not allowed because the second one was Usr from the very first moment that she fell for Yibam. So in order not to confuse it, maybe there was Iqzayda med that when you have these two sisters that are available for Yibim together, I make Iqzayda that you have to give to ch- Chalitza to both of them. Maybe that was the reason why the Mishnah said that haray is because of Iqzayda med But that, that Gzeda though, is only before the fact. Right now, when you have two sisters here together, you're going to have to give Halitsa for both of them, not to get confused. But, after the fact, if you did give Halitsa only to the second sister, then the Halakha of Rabbi might still be right. That once you gave Halitsa only to the second one, now, the first one is not a Chalitsa Kukasi anymore. Now the first one is alone, and she goes back to her original Heter, and she can do yibum. she can get married. Says the Gemara, no, it's not mashmaso on the lashon of the Mishnah. The Mishnah uses the The Mishnah uses the term and it says v'loim misiabmois. Sorry, v'loim misiabmois ketani, meaning that the leket din yibum hocha That language of v'loim misiabmois is saying. That there's no halacha of yibum that's possible here at all. Not only because of exede, and then it's telling you that now when you have two sisters here together, so there's exede that lachatchila you should go and give chalitza to both of them. Even with the yavet, if you gave chalitza to the second, there is no yibum for the first in any scenario. So it doesn't fit with what Rabbi Yechenin said. V'ay to the Gemara pushes further and says, Velay Malay, why wouldn't the Gemara want to answer and say, G'zaydeh, that over here, that there's a, a G'zaydeh, med Rabbonon, Shem'yomoz, va'osal, mitzvah, Okay, so what's the Gemara saying here? So Rashi explains that, if you remember, we had before in the Gemara, when it comes to the Isr, of a Achayi Zikukasai, there are two opinions why you can't marry a sister of, an, of another Zikukah. One reason is because yesh Zika. When you have these two sisters, it's as if you're already married to one, and therefore the other one is like the sister of your wife. Another reason is because Shema Yomuz Vosalavatomitzv Sivam, which means that really there's no Zika, but because if one brother does Yibum for, for one of the sisters, and now what happens if the other brother dies? Now, the second sister, you're the only one that could do Yibn for her. But now you can't, because you already married their sister. So by doing yibum for one, you're going to be Mavatl, the mitzvah of for the other, if the other brother dies. All right? So that, that would be the reason why there's an issue of a Chaysekh So what the Gemara is saying is that if, that we could, maybe we could say as follows Rabbi Yeichenin said his aloha according to the mandama that holds Yesh Zika. And the Mishnah is going according to the Manda Oma that holds Ein Zikeh. And therefore Rashi explains, if you hold Ein Zikeh, and therefore the whole issue of not marrying a Chayzeku kasa is a Gzeda, that you might come to be mevat mitzvah that Gzeda would apply in every case. That Gzeda would apply when you have the two sisters here together. And even if you went and did chalitza to one of them, still you can't do yibam for another because we don't want you to come to be of of mitzvahs yivamin and this is something that people can get confused about. And therefore... Either way, the Mishnah is saying, you have to do chalitza for both of them. Where is Rabbi Yechenin? Rabbi Yechenin is according, going according to the opinion that holds Yash Zike. And if you hold Yash Zike, so then the issue is that this is like your wife's sister. So therefore maybe that, the Chachamon would not go so far, because that's something that people understand, that there's a difference here. There's a difference between the first sister and the second sister. The first sister was Mutter Lechatchile. The second sister was not because the first sister was there alone originally, the second sister was not, and therefore there's a difference between them. And over there, the din of Rabbi Echanan applies. So in other words, the point the Gemara is saying over here is, maybe our Mishnah is going according to the Mandama that holds Ein Zikeh, and therefore the whole thing is, G'zaira va, V'asal Lovatol Mitzvot Yuvamin, that you're only are not allowed to do Yibum, because of Gzaira, that you'll be mevat mitzvah mitzvahs and that Gzaira applies, whether you do Chalitza for the first sister, or whether you do Chalitza for the second sister, it makes no difference. But Gzaira, but however, the Isr of Ahoyziko Kosa, according to the mandama of Yeshzike, maybe that applies only to the second sister, and not to the first one. So, the says, Rab Yechenen does not want to interpret the Mishnah this way because Rab Yechenen, Lemisa, Rab doesn't hold of that whole concept. There's no, uh, there's no We're not concerned that maybe the other brother will die and therefore the second sister that's there for Yivum, you won't be able to do Yivum for her. He's not Chayeshesh for such a thing that maybe another brother will die. Vaita asks yet another question there, Why did Rabbi Yezir not want to answer that our Mishnah follows the opinion of Rabbi L'yezer? What did Rabbi Yezir say? The Oma, Rabbi Yezir says, If you have a Yavama that for even one moment was an isr for her to get married to the Yavam, Nesra olavaylamis. She becomes Asa forever. What Rabbi L'yezer is saying is, even if you had a Yavama that was originally mutter to her Yavam, Something happened in between, that for one moment you became Asa. So then once that Issa took effect for one moment, it remains forever. So our mission here that says that you must do chalitza for both of them is going according to Rabbi Yezer. Rabbi Yechenen, however, is not pascading like Rabbi We pascading like the Chachamim. And therefore, Rabbi Yechenen is saying the first sister that was originally Mutter, if later the second sister passes away, that original to comes back. Says the Gemara, no, he did not want to say that a Mishnah and the Reisha goes like Rabbi Yezer, because, because since the Sefer is Rabbi Yezer, then the Sefer of the Mishnah afterwards says, Rabbi Yezer brings the Machloikis of Beshamay and Besilol, so Reisha love Rabbi Yezer. So the Reisha is not like, like, like Rabbi Yezer. but why wouldn't Rabbi want to answer to, this, to the question that was asked in him from the Mishnah, that maybe the Mishnah is a different case. The nofl bevasachas. That in the Mishnah, there is no first and second sister. They, they both fell for Yibum at the exact same time. The whole concept of Rabbi Yechem is Allah He had a first sister, a second sister. The first one was originally mutter. The Mishnah is speaking about when they fell together. And then you would have to say that our Mishnah goes according to Rabbi Haglili. The Omar Rabbi Yechim said, It is possible that the two brothers passed away in the exact same moment. And therefore both sisters fell for Yibum at the exact same moment, and therefore there's no first or second. Says the Gemara, no. He didn't want to answer that because Leisosan Lontana Krabiyasi Aklili. Tanava Mishnah, which is a Stam Mishnah, would not be saying Ahalachala which is a single opinion that we don't Paschal like. In fact, the Gemara and this is the final question the Gemara asks on this, the lay but then why didn't Rabbi Yechenin want to answer that in our Mishnah, that it says that you do chalitza for both of them, the reason is the layad inon, high, no Because the Mishnah, even though you can't be Mitsamsim, but it's possible that the case is that we don't know which sister fell for Yibun first and which one second. So since we don't know, you can't apply the halach of Rabbi Yechenin that do chalitza for the second and then the first should become mutter. We don't know which is the first or the second. Says the Gemara, If that would be the Pshat and our Mishnah. So then Haine Diktani. What does the Mishnah say afterwards? That Kodmu Vekonsu. What happened if these two brothers that were not allowed to do Yibun for any of these sisters? It's a Zeku They were supposed to do Halitza for both of them. What happens if both of these brothers went and got married to both of these sisters? What does the Mishnah say? They have to send them out. They can't remain married to them. Now, the question is, why not? If the case over here is that we don't know which one of these sisters was first and which one was second, so then the question is, why do both of them have to send away their wife? And Gemara explains, mm-hmm. loime Rishain, the Bach is going to say rishain. Bish rishain, when it comes to the first brother that was Miyabim, one of these sisters, so we understand why he has to send away his wife. Because Amrin and we tell him, Man Shari who gave you the hatter to do yibum for this sister? She, she's at Chaisal Kukasai. Two sisters are zakuk to you. How can you go ahead and do yibum for one of them? Now we understand why we would have to send her away. Elo shnia. however, when it comes to the second sister that the second brother did yibum for, Omar, so this brother can say, Chavaroi, my friend, my brother, yibum. he did yibum for the second sister. I'm doing Yibun for the sister that really fell for Yibun first. And if the one that I was Miyabim fell for Yibun first, that's allowed. Once my brother did Yibun for the second one, so now the second sister is removed from the case, and now the first sister remains alone, and once she remains alone, so she goes back to her original Heter. If this is the sister that was the rishayna, she was the one that was there originally and was Mutter, so now I'm I'm being Yibun the one that was originally Mutter. How can we force him to divorce, to send away his wife? He could argue with us and say, we don't know which one was first and second. I'm telling you that I'm doing even for the one that was there first, and therefore now she came back to her original hatter. So the Gemara says you're right. That's exactly the problem here. And Hainu, the Ka'am this is why Rabbi Yechenin said, This Mishnah of the two sisters where it says that you have to do Chalitza for both of them, I don't know according to whose opinion this is said because Rabbi Yechenin says it doesn't make sense to say that you must do Chalitza for both of them. You can do Chalitza for the second and then the first sister goes back to her original hatter. Once the second sister is removed from the picture, and now the first sister is the only one that's here, she goes back to her original hatter. When she fell for Yibum. she was alone. The now asks, from our Mishnah as well, from another part of our Mishnah, on Rabbi Yechenim's Din, Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, hoiso, so again, we're talking about in our Mishnah, the case of two brothers that were married to two sisters, and those two brothers passed away, and now there's another two, two brothers that are alive that have to do yibum for these two sisters. So the Mishnah continued regarding this case and said, <speaking in Hebrew> If for one of the brothers, one of these sisters are Asr and Issa Erva, so then for him, now there's only really one sister that's here for yibum. So Asr Ba, that one that's Asr, Issa Erva, so he doesn't do yibum with her. <speaking in Hebrew> he could do yibum for the sister. There's not a there's only one that he's doing yibum for. But Vashaini, but for the other brother, which both of these sisters are available for yibum for the other brother, asa b'shtayin. So he's going to be also to do yibum for both of them, because for him there is an issue of a chayizu That's the halacha of our Mishnah. Okay, so now the gemara here is going to explain this inyan, uh, when it says here that for one of the brothers, one of these sisters is a issa erva for him, there could be any isa erva. So the Gemara will choose the example, the simplest example, the Issa Erva of a mother-in-law. One of the brothers, for him, one of these sisters also happens to be his mother-in-law, Issa Erva. So now the Gemara explains as follows. Why would this be a question on what Rabbi Yechenin said? So we think to interpret the Mishnah, which does not specify as follows. That what happened over here is, so again, for the first brother... One sister is his is a relative, is, is his mother in law, and the other one he could do Yibim for. So now that we, we were thinking is the Nafla Chamay Sait So between these two sisters, the one sister that's his relative, that's his mother in law, that's the one that fell for Yibim first, alone, first. And now, if so, the question is, according to Rabbi Yechenen, there should be no problem here, because let's do it as follows. Why does the Mishnah say that for the second one, it's also to do even for both of them? Let's do it as follows. Let this first brother here, that's also the son-in-law of one of these sisters, right, for him, She's she's his relative because she's uh, she's his mother-in-law. So let this son-in-law come along and And let him do yibum for the one for the other sister. That's the only one that he could do yibim for, and therefore there's no issue of a chaisuku kasai. Let him do uh, yibum for the one that's not his mother-in-law first. And now, Vitahavi Chamaisai, Legabe and now the one that's his mother-in-law, which fell for Yibim first. Right, so if so, according to Rabbi Yechinen, what happens now? What's the status of that mother-in-law which fell for Yibam first? Legabe <speaking> idoch <in Hebrew> for the other brother, which is not the other brother's mother-in-law, so let it be for him, ki yevama shehutra, for him she's a yevama. that originally was mutter, because she fell for Yibum first alone, and she was totally muter, and then she became also because the second sister fell for Yibum as well, but now but now she goes back to her original hetar, since the other brother did Yibun for the other sister, and once the, the brother did Yibum for the other sister, so now the, 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 this remaining sister is the only one that's left there in the picture, and therefore let tayra and now she should go back to her original hetar. Why can't we do that according to Rabbi Yechanin, So in the end, you should be able to do yibum for both of these sisters in such a case. Amarav Papa says, so we must say that this is not the case of our Mishnah. What is the case over here? <speaking in Hebrew> the one that's not your, the, the mother-in-law, that's the one that fell for yibum first. And therefore, that's the one, that's the only one that the first brother could go ahead and do yibum for. So when the second brother wants to go and do yibum for the remaining sister, that remaining sister was Aser from the very first moment. She never had a moment of heter. So this whole thing of Rabbi it does not apply there that she would go back to her original heter. Okay, the now goes to the next section of the Mishnah. What did it say? Rabbi Yeza, Amen. Rabbi said, and this is talking about a case where these two sisters, you were not allowed to do yibum for them, you were supposed to do chalitza for both of them, but both of the brothers went and they got married to them anyways. They did do yibum. So Rabbi Yeza said, it's a machlekes between Beishamai and Beisilu. The Gemara here brings a braisa that brings more opinions about what this machlokes is. Tanya, Rabbi Le'ezayim, Rabbi Le'ezayim said, "Beishama no'imrim yekaimu." Rabbi Beishama says, "Bidiyavid, if you got married to both of these sisters, you could leave them. You could, they could remain married to them." Beisula no'imrim yetsiu. Beisula says, "No, you have to divorce them." Rabbi Shimon yekaimu. Rabbi says, "They could remain married to them." Abishol says regarding this that Rabbi Yeza said, that a is between Beishamayim and Meselol, he reverses their opinions. He says, "Kal It's Basil that was lenient about this, because it's Beishamayim, it's the one that said, that you have to divorce both of these sisters. Beishamayim was the one that says, you can remain married to them. Well like Gemara wants to understand this middle opinion that was brought over here, which was Rhshiman, what exactly is Rapshiman saying? Rapshimon Keman. According to according to who is Rapshiman going here? When he said you that you can remain married to them. Is he coming to explain be Shamai's opinion? So then that's exactly what Rabbiazar said. Rabbiazar said, according to Bishamah, you can remain married. That Bishamah was the one that was lenient. is he coming to explain Baishil's opinion and saying that according to Bishil you can remain married to them? Abishal. That's exactly what Abishal said. That according to Bishil, he was the one that's lenient. So who what's Rab Shimon adding over here? It says the Gemara, Ka Omar. This is what Abshiman is saying. Loy nechliku Baishamah, you Beshameh and Besilol do not argue about this subject. They both agree, you kind would, that you could remain married with the Yevid to these two sisters. Then the Mishnah said, So the Mishnah says, what happens in a case where you have, like we said before, you have these two sisters that are now here for Yibum for the two brothers. But what happens if you have one sister is an Ereved to one brother? So then for him, there's only one sister that's available for Yibum. There's no issue of a Achaysa Kukasai. And then for the other brother though, if both of them are available for Yibum for him, so for him, he has to do Chalitza for both of them. So the Gemara asks, why does this Mishnah have to specify and say this din over here? Khadizim this Halacha was already mentioned once before in the previous Patek. On Davchof, there's a Mishnah there that says this. What does the Mishnah there say? Ah chaysa if you have a sister which is also an Erva and she's also a yevama. So the Mishnah there is talking about a case where you have two sisters, the same like over here, and one is an Erva and one is not. So then is because one sister is an Erva, and one is not. So there's no issue of a kasay. because one is an Erva. So it said that Allah already in the previous Mishnah, in, in, in the previous padic, why is it saying it over here again? Now the difference between the case there and the case over here is, there we're talking about two sisters that fell for yibum for one brother. Over here we're talking about two sisters that fell for yibum for two brothers. That's one difference. Another difference is that over here we're talking about a case where one sister is an erva for one of the brothers. But for the second brother, both sisters are available for yibum. So it's a different case over here. So the Gemara now will explain, because it's a different case, there's a chiddish in both of these Mishnayis. So, like the Gemara at we need a halacha to be taught in both cases, the Yashmin and Hassam, If would only tell me the case over there when you're talking about two sisters that fell for Yibam. For one brother. And one of these sisters is an Erva. So really only one is available for yibum. So Hassam over there, I allow you to do yibum for one sister. and Because over there, there's no gzayda that if I'm going to allow one to do yibum, you might confuse and think that the other could also do yibum. Like in our Mishnah. In our Mishnah for one brother, it's allowed to do yibum. Because for him, one sister is an Erva. But for the other, both are available for yibum, so he can't do yibum at all. In our Mishnah, there's room to say that you should be geyser. If you can allow one brother to do yibum for one, the second brother might come and make that mistake. So over here, the hetta is not so poshid. In the previous Mishnah, though, the hetta is more simple. There's one brother, and therefore for him, one is an erv and one is not. So he only has one sister, so he does yibum for that sister. So therefore, as to say, the halacha of our Mishnah over here. Over here, because there are two brothers, if you can allow one of the brothers to do yibum, so the second brother might think that the same halacha applies to him. Even though for him, both of these sisters are available for yibum. So, hey, maybe over here, I don't say that that one brother, that one of the sisters is an ervat to him, he still can't do yibum to that other sister. a gumara, And the same is, that you can also say a svar in the reverse. If we would only say the case of our Mishnah over here, where there are two brothers... And one brother is not doing yibum at all. So over here I would say, Mishum de ikke shaini de kamuchach. Over here, since the second brother is not doing yibum at all, that's a reminder for you that there's an issue of a kasai So therefore the other brother will know that he could only do yibum for one of them, and that reminds that, that itself is that it makes it clear over here that there's an issue of a kasai but over there that there is no second brother to remind you this in such a case maybe I would say that you could confuse this case with another case and therefore I would think to say that if there's one brother and there are two sisters here even as one, if one is a erve you still should not do yibum at all for such a case because you might come to confuse it and think that anytime there's two sisters for one, for one brother you can do yibum for one of them so therefore that's why it has to say that case as well the next case of the Mishnah, it said, "Issa Mitzvah Cholo. That when you have these two sisters that fell for Yibum, but one of them was an Iser Mitzvah. Isr mitzvah means that one of them is only an erva med The other case the Mishnah said was, or one of them is an erva of Alav, not an erva of a kodis. So then the Mishnah said, in such a case, so you could, you could only do chalitza and not Yibum. This is also something that we learned in the previous Msechte over there also. In that same Mishnah, it says that very same Allah over there. It says that Allah, that is a mitzvah, if a woman falls for Yibum and she's an erva to the Yavam with Rabbanon, or she is an erva of Alav, so you can only do Chalitza, but you can't do Yibum. You still have to do halisa because it's, it's only isa erva medirabana or it's only is erva of lav. So really the whole mitzvah of yibum is not uh, going to fall off. But you can't do yibum. So just like it says that halacha over there, why does it have to repeat the same halacha over here regarding a case with our sisters? In the previous Patek, when it brought the halacha, it was talking about one woman for yibum. And it's saying that if that woman was here for yibum, if there's isa medirabana of an or Isr of lav, there's no yibum. Over here, we're talking about sisters, but it's, it's the same point, basically. That when you have sisters, and one of them is an ismad or an ister of love, so then you do chalitza. So why does it have to repeat it again? It says, the Gemara. hasam, there's a difference, because hasam iser Mitzvah uchudah. Over there, we're discussing one woman that's up for yibum, and for her, there's an ismad rabbanon and therefore we say, but because of the ismad rabbanon there's no yibum, but there's chalitza. That's, that's the Allah there. Hacha, but over here there's a bigger chiddish, because Iser mitzve ve Here we're talking about two sisters that are up for yibum, and one of them is Asr as a erve midrabanan. So here maybe I would think there's a heter for this. maybe I would think to say Mitzva, is Erva. Maybe that one sister that's Osir as a Erva midrabanon. maybe I should consider her to be Mamish like a full Issa Erva. And therefore it's like that sister is out of the picture. Just like in a case where one sister is a full Issa Erva, she's out of the picture. Maybe even only the midrabanon is like a regular Issa erva with And now I would think that the other sister could do yibum. That's what Kamash Malan, our Mishnah, is teaching us that that's not the case. She's only a Issa Erva med So min atayre, you do have two sisters that are up for Yibum. so there's still the issue of a zikukasai. Gemara, how do you even have such a habameneh? V'tis yabim. you're saying I should consider that one sister that's only Asa to be like a full Issa Erva, and now the second sister could do Yibum. the. kamei, since Menataira, even this sister that's awesome in but Menataira, she also is here for Yibum, Kapoga ba So now, there's an issue of a Chay there still is an issue of a Chay would, Why would I think to say that because of this, Avim Midar that should allow you to do Yibum on the other sister? Says so the Gemara, no, because Salkedai to I would think to say that Mishum Mitzvah, for the purpose of giving you the ability to do the Mitzvah of Yibum, Menataira, Maybe Chachamim made a special takana to allow you to do this. So as Rashi explains, the whole iser of a chayziku kassai is only a It's not a ism ed-tayra. So maybe in this case, Chachamim removed their ism of of a chayziku kassai in order to allow you to do yibum for the other sister. So maybe that, that would be the smarter to say that if for one sister there's an issa ervin with Rabbanon, Chachamim consider that to be like a full Issa and now you have just one sister that you do yibum for so you can do the mitzvah. Maybe Chachamim suspended our isa for this purpose. Kamash Malan, that's why our Mishnah is saying that no, there still is an issue of a chayisikukosa here. Then the Mishnah said, chayisah, achas, mehen, chulu So this is going on the Mishnah that's uh, talking about the... the I, I, the Isar of when you have two brothers again, going back to the same case, you have the two brothers here that have to do Yibum for two sisters, and one sister was the Issa to one brother, the other sister was the Issa to the other brother. So it comes out that each brother only really has one woman that's up for Yibum for him. So therefore, each yob, each Yavam could do the Yibum for that sister that's muta to him. Says the Gemara, why does this, why does the Mishnah have to say this now again? Why does it have to say this again? It's basically the same point that it said before. Right before this, the Mishnah said the case where for one brother, so he has one of them, one of the sisters, which is an Issa Erev, and the other one is not. And for the other brother, both of them are available for Yibam because none of them are an Issa Erev to her. And there the Mishnah said, so for that one brother that only one sister is up for yibbun, do Yibun for her and not for the other one. And for the other brother you can't do Issa to either. Now adding this case where you have Issa erva to each one of the brothers of one of the sisters and therefore you could do a Yibun to one of them is the same point like the previous case where you're saying that regarding one brother. That for him one of the sisters is Issa erva and one of them is not. Why does it have to repeat it again regarding both brothers? says, the Gemara, no, there's a Chiddush here as well. What is that? Like, wait, what's this? Sorry, this is part of the question here. The Gemara first says, What difference does it make if you're teaching me this halacha regarding one brother, that for him, one of the sisters is a Yisa Erveh, and What difference does it make if you're teaching me this halacha regarding both brothers, that for both brothers, one of the sisters is a Yisa and to the Gemara tsrikh, I have to teach you both of these cases. The Yashmin and Hasam. If I would have only the first case, we're only for one of the brothers, one of the sisters is Erve, but for the second one, both are Aser. Maybe only in this case I say that because the second brother is not doing Yibum for neither of them, so this is, shows you clearly that there's an issue, that there's an issue of Achais Zukukasai. So that's why, in such a case, they allowed the other brother to do yibum for one of them. But maybe in the second case of the Mishnah here, where it says that for both brothers, there's no issue of Kasai, because for each one of them, one of the sisters is an erve. So therefore, emaloi. Maybe in such a case, because each brother is ending up doing yibum for one of them. So there's nothing to remind you here that there's an issue of a chaisa kukasa. You might come to think that in another case, when you have two sisters, you can go ahead and do yibum for, for either one of them. So therefore, maybe I would think over here that you can't do yibum in such a case. And the reverse, the Gemara says, If would only say the second case where for each brother. There's an erva. And therefore, each brother is only doing yibum for one of them. Add it up. Maybe I would say on the contrary. Maybe over here because both brothers know that they could only do yibun for one of them so even though it's sort of less of a hechacha because it's not a case where, where there's one brother that can't do yibun to either one of them but in both for both brothers they can do, both do yibun only for one of them so tarvayu so both of them are, are a reminder for each other that each one knows they could only do yibun for one of them aval idakhlay but when it comes to the first case one of, so you have one brother that they can't do yibam for neither of them, and the other brother comes and does yibam for only one of them. So therefore over here, I would think that, uh, that it's not so clear what the halach is. So therefore, it's That's why it has to, you have to have both of these cases. So, Dr. Gemara, what did it say? The next thing in the Mishnah, is Zuhi Omru. This is the case that was said, again, going back to the Lashon, the Gemara quoted before the Lashon of the Mishnah, that Zuhi Sha'amru, uh, the Lashon of the Mishnah was, Achaysa Keshihi Yivimta Aycha Leta Sayyid bamis, Which means that if it's a sister, and one of the sisters is a erve, then for the other sister, that's not a erve, you can do Yibam. So, this, this language of the Mishnah, zuhi, zuhi lamutamai. Why does it have to use this expression, zuhi, that it means only in this case? It seems like it comes to exclude something. What, what is it excluding? It says, the gemare, iser mitzvah iser What it's coming to exclude is, the Mishnah said, if you have two brothers, and each sister was an erve to one of the brothers, so then I say that each brother could do yibum for one of the sisters. That's not an erve. But it's coming to exclude what happens if you have that each one of the sisters is a Issa Medera Banan of a Erve to one of the brothers. In such a case, I don't say that you could do Yibum on the other sister, since the Issa Erve is only a Issa Erve Medera Back to Gemara, again, Why do I need to teach this halacha over here again? This is repeating the same halacha that it said before, that if you only have a Issa erva mid it doesn't take away the isr of a Khaisukasa. Because minat she's still up for yibum, and therefore it's still two sisters here. Mali Again, the Gemara explains the question, Mali Before we taught this halacha, when there was for one brother, that for, for, regarding one brother, one of them was the Issa Mitzvah, and the other one was not, and Malilitre. Over here, in this miut of Zuhi, we're teaching this regarding both brothers. What difference does it make? So the Gemara there is a difference because the etameh because I would think to say going back to the Swara that the Gemara said before the Gemara said that there's a swara to say that the chachamim considered their iser of ervim derabanan to be like an ervim and in order to allow the other sister to do the mitzvah of yibum. So the Gemara now says as follows. Maybe I would say, When do I say that I do not consider the Isa Erevan Rabbanon to be like Isa Erevan in order to allow the Mitzvah of Yibum to be done for that one sister? That's only Heiched, Ikil, Migzar, mishum Shani. That's only in a case where you're being Geiser because of the second brother. You don't want the second brother to make the same mistake. Because you have a second brother that can't do yibum for either one of them. So you don't want him to learn from the other brother. But in a case where this is true about both brothers. For both brothers, there's one sister that's a Issa is So for both brothers, all, they should be allowed to do Yibum for one of the sisters. So maybe I should say that over here, Lahai or is Mitzvah, So the Chacham over here may be said, let's consider to be this Erva of Midarabonon, to be as strong as the Erva Menataira for one brother and therefore the point is to allow that brother to do his mitzvah yibum ulahai and for the other brother ikimna isa mitzvah bamokim isa erve for him, the one that's usher as the Everm the Rabbanum, for him, we consider it to be just like the Issa avim and and Now he could do his mitzvah of Yibum. And let them both do the mitzvah of Yibum. Again, based on the point that we learned before, maybe Chachamim suspended their isra of Achayseku Kasai for the purpose to allow both of these brothers to do Yibum. Kamash That's what the Mishnah has to say in this case as well, that Chachamim did not suspend their isra of Achayseku Kasai in this case. Okay, now the Gemara starts a new Inyan. and this Hemshikha, uh, the Gemara here is actually a chazara, almost word for word from the Gemara that we had before on Daf Tes and Daf Yud, and there's a little bit of an addition at the end of the Gemara where it spells it out more, but it's mamish the same minyan. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure I'm going to explain the whole minyan by the way I explained it before, but we'll go through it. So Rav Yud said in the name of Rav, similar we add Rav said. B'kulon, regarding all of the cases that we had in the Mishnah over here. So when it says over here, B'kulon, it actually goes on all of the Arayas that are mentioned in the Mishnah in the beginning of the Mesechta. The beginning of this Mesechta, it mentioned that there are Tesvav Arayas. So what the Gemara is saying here is, regarding all those Tesvav Arayas, I could apply it to the Mishnah over here that we're talking about, which is that what's aser for one brother is going to be mutter for the other brother. When you have these two sisters and one sister is an erva, so then oichalitz is oymis So then the one that's isa erva you don't do yibum for, but for the other one you can do either chalitza or yibum. So again, the halach of our mission was when there were two brothers that have to do yibum for two sisters. And there's no yibum when it's a chayis, the kukasai. But if one sister is a isa erva for one brother, and the other sister is a isa erva for the other brother, so each brother could do yibum for one sister. So what the Gemara now is saying is, this concept of it being a isa erva for one brother, and a isa erva for another brother, this is possible to be by all of the isa that were mentioned in the first Mishnah and the Masechta. That it's possible that you should have a case where it's a isa erva for one and not for the other. Rashi here says that if you want to look back on the test, there's a long Rashi where Rashi goes through all the cases to explain how that's possible. Okay, so now the Gemara over here will bring three opinions whether this actually applies to all of the cases that were said in the beginning, and the Arayis that we mentioned in the beginning of the Masechta or not. So the Gemara brings three opinions here. Sokta Gemara, Metarge, Mechamayse ve'elech. Rav Yehuda says that you can only apply our case of the Mishnah here to the arayith that were mentioned in the beginning of the mesechta, only from the case of the erva of a mother-in-law going forward. Right? Which means that one sister was the mother-in-law of one brother, another sister was a mother-in-law to the other brother, and from there going forward you could apply it to all the other cases as well. But not the cases before. The cases before the mushal, it starts with the first erva in the beginning of the mesechta. it starts with the erva of Bitoi. That case would not be applicable over here that you have two sisters and one of them is a daughter of one brother and another one is a daughter from another brother. That would not work. And the Gemara explains, The six first cases are not mentioned. Why not? My time. Because if you want to apply this. To the case of the, when you start with the beginning of the, of the Mishnah there, the first ever mentioned, the case of the daughter. It's only possible to apply it to our Mishnah if this is a daughter that's married of an Inus, not of a real marriage, of a, of a relation of an Inus. That's when it's possible. But if this is a daughter that's born from a marriage, this is impossible. Okay, so this is a very simple thing. It's impossible to have two sisters That should also be daughters of two brothers. How could two sisters be daughters of two brothers that were married to the same wife? They can't be married to the same wife. Elamai, what happened over here? They weren't married to the same wife. One brother had a relation with one wife, not married. Now the other brother went and had a relation with that wife. Since it wasn't his wife's brother, so then there's no Isser of erva of codice. He went and had a relation with that same wife. So now you could have two sisters that share the same mother and are also, one of them is a daughter of one brother and another one is a daughter of another brother. So this is only possible by ensign. But not if there was a marriage over here to this one mother. So so therefore, he says, the Mishnah there that mentions the erva of bitoi, it's talking about bitoi of a real marriage. It's not talking about bitoi that's a daughter of a relation with a woman that was not out of a marriage. And therefore, Bitoi cannot be applied over here to this case. And just like Bitoi can't, so we don't count all the other cases. There was Bitoi, Baspanoi, uh, and so on. All the cases related to Bitoi, which are six cases, we don't count included over here to apply to our Mishnah. That's sort of Yehuda's opinion. So, Gemara, another opinion on this. Abaya says no, we could explain and apply all the arayas of the Mishnah, the beginning of the Mesechte, even the case of Bitoi, we could, we could apply it to the case of bitoy Manusasai as we just explained. Since by Manusasai it is possible to have two sisters that should also be daughters of two brothers, and one is a daughter of one brother and one is a daughter of the other brother, so, if you want to apply the case of the Mishnah of Bita there regarding Einsen, it could be regarding the case of Einstein. If you want to apply it to the case of Nisuin, the other cases in the Mishnah that are talking about Nisuin, it could be about Nisuin. He doesn't have a problem with the fact that that Mishnah is talking about a case of a daughter that's born of Einstein. Okay, but he says there is one case that cannot apply to our Mishnah. The concept of a, uh, which means when there's a brother that's born later. He was not alive when the brother that passed away was married to his wife. And over there, the Mishnah says that then there's no mitzvah of yibum. You weren't in the world together with your brother. That case, loi. Like, that case that's mentioned in the first Mishnah of the Masechta could not be applied over here to our Mishnah to say that these two sisters, one of them is the Eish Shachav Shleih for one brother and one of them is the Eish Shachav for the other brother. That can't apply why not so he says kivan because actually only according to the opinion of Shimon, it will be possible that one sister will be by lami for one brother and another sister will be by lami for another brother the Gemara will soon explain exactly how that's possible but this is only possible according to Shimon, which has a much more limited opinion to what this iser of asha sakhshlai by is but according to the have a much broader understanding of eshe sachash lehoi lamai it's not applicable. And therefore loikamayri the Mishnah is not speaking about a case of a machleikis. To connect these two Mishnahis and to say that he was saying the case regarding a case which is a machleikis only according to Shimon and not according to Rabbanan we're not speaking about that. Raf Safra says you can apply what it says in our Mishnah, even to the case of by lamay. And it is possible to say that one sister is also to one brother with this, and another sister is only also to the other brother. And the Gemara spells out the whole case over here. Let's see. The case of here is going to be possible when you have six brothers: Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisochar, and Zvulun. And the Gemara will actually soon finish off another two brothers: God and Osher. Well, let's start with six brothers. And this will work according to Rab Shimon. Okay, so before I read the Gemara inside, just to remind you what the Makhlaik is between Rab Shimon and the Rabbanon was. Rab Shimon says that the Isr of Eishes Achav Shleihay by Lamai only applies if that new brother that's born is born between, between the brother that passed away and the second brother that went ahead and did Yibum. If he was born in between, so because he had a shaykhah to this woman that was there in this moment of zikah coming from the first brother, and he was not in the lifetime of that first brother, so for him she becomes a woman that's also for him because of Eishes Achav by Lamai. But if he's born after. The second brother already did the yibum. So he has no shaykhs to her from the marriage of the first brother. So for, for him, he was alive when the second brother was married to her. That's Abshima's opinion. Rabbana disagree. Rabana says it doesn't matter when the new brother is born. If the new brother is born because he wasn't alive when the first brother was married to her, for him this is always Esh Yisakhaf Shleihaya Baylamay. So now, only according to Abshima that says that only the brother that's born in between is an issue of Esh Yisakhaf Shleihaya Baylamay, this is going to work. Let's see in the words of the Gemara. So first the Gemara gives a simon, and then it spells out the case. The simon over here of this case is, Meis, one brother passed away, then Noilad, another brother is born, and after that, V'yibim, another brother did Yibim. And then again, Meis, another brother passed away, and Noilad, now another brother is born, and then V'yibim, and now another brother went and did Yibim. So these are six brothers in total. Now what's the case here? Ruv and sun, and she te married to two sisters. And Levi, viyuddin And Levi, Yehuda are married. They're married to two wives. That are not related to one another. And now what happened? Meis, Ruven, Ruven passes away. But now, neilad yisachar. Yisachar is this new brother, this Ashishach of by that's born in between. Because he's born right after Ruven passes away. And then Yibum Levi. And now, Levi does yibim. And then, okay, so that's the first part of the case. So now for yisachar, this wife over here of Reuben is an issue because he was born in between Reuben passing away and Levi doing the Yibum. Then what happens? May Shimon. Shimon passes away. And now Neilad Zvulon. Now Zvulun is born in between. Zvulun is born after Shimon passes away in the Yibim Yehuda. And Yehuda went ahead and did Yibum. Okay, so now for Zvulun, it's Shimon's wife that's an issue for him because he's born in between Shimon passing away and Yehuda doing the Yibum. Now what happened? Mesu, Levi, Yehuda. Now Levi and Yehuda both passed away. Belaybana without any children. luhu kame Yisachar Zvolon. Now the wife of Levi and Yehuda, and we're talking about the, the wife of Levi and Yehuda, that were once before Rufin and Shimon's wife, now fall for Yibam, for Yisachar and Zvolon. So what's going to be the Allah? Over here you could apply the case that we said before, that for one brother, for Yisachar, that wife of Reuven, he was born between Reuven and Shimon. So therefore for him, that wife is the one that's going to be Asr. But the other one is going to be Mutter. For the other one, he was alive when, when Shimon was alive. He was alive when Yehuda was alive. For him, the other one is not an issue. So therefore Ha'asura lezeh, muteris lezeh. And the same thing in the reverse. Ha'asura lezeh, muteris lezeh. For Zvulun, Zvulun, he was born in between Shimon passing away and Yehuda doing Yibum. So for him, it's that wife, that, that wife that's an issue. But for the other one, for the wife of Reuven, that Shimon did Yibum for, that, uh, not, not Shimon, sorry, Levi's the one that did Yibum for, it's not going to be an issue for him. Again, this is all based on Rab Shimon's opinion that says that Ashish Achav Shleihaya Lama is only an issue for you if you were born in between the first brother passing away and the second brother doing the Yibum. Not if you were born after, or for sure if you were born before, there's no issue. Okay, right. so therefore we could apply this case according to Raph Shimon. But still, there's one detail that the Gemara spelled out here in this case that seemed to be unnecessary. If you want to explain this case, which is that you have one brother, again, there's this case that we're talking about, that for one brother, there's the issue of for one sister, and for the other brother, you have that issue for the other sister. So the Gemara asks, Why did the Gemara, when it explained the case, have to say that Yehuda went and did Yibum for Uh, For for uh, Shimon's wife, why did I have to mention that? Below Yibim Yehuda even if Yehuda never went ahead and did Yibum for Shimon's wife, Mishkach Asla, the exact same thing applies. For Zvulun, that was born after Shimon passed away, for him it's Aishas Achav Lamai. For Yisachar that was alive when Shimon was married to her, it's not Aishas Achav Shleihaya Lamai. That last detail of that Yehuda went and did Yibum for Shimon's wife doesn't add anything to the case over here to explain how you have Aishas Achav Shleihaya Lamai for one brother and not for the other brother. Says the Gemara, you're right that it, you could have it without that as well. But the only reason why it said it over here is Mishum Tzara, because I wanted to explain to you how you would apply this halach of Ashish's Ach by Shlehoe for one brother and not for the other brother, also regarding the Tzara. And that is the Tzara of Levi and Yehuda. That Levi and Yehuda, when they went and did Yibum for Reuven and Shimon's wives, Levi and Yehuda, like it said in the beginning of the case, were married to another wife before. And we want to apply that also, that once there's an isr, isr for the first wife, that this applies to the Tzara as well. That's the halacha of the first mission of the Misechta. Whatever Isra there is for one wife applies to the second wife as well. So we're saying that Yehuda did Yibom to explain how that Isra applies to the Tzara. It says the Gemara Hot tenach Tzara. So that explains how it applies to the Tzara. Tzara did Tzara. But the Mishnah in the beginning of the Misechta says that you could apply this to another case of a of a tzara. How would that apply? It says the Gemara case, you'll add another two brothers here. What happens over here if Levi and Yehuda pass away? And after Levi and Yehuda pass away, God and Usher came and did Yibum for, and God and Usher were alive from the beginning. They're, they're not but They were alive all the way from the beginning. So God and Asher came along and did Yibum not for those wives that fell from Reuven and Shimon that Levi and Yehuda did Yibum for. God and Asher did Yibum for the Tsara, for the second wife of of, of Yehuda and uh, Shimon, and now. They are the tsara, and now after God and Asher passes away, the tsara of the tsara will be a eshes achav by byilamei for one brother and not for the other brother. So it's just you just have to continue the case, just add it another two brothers that did yibum for the tsara, and then it becomes a tsara of a tsara, like we learned already in the beginning of the mesachte and the first mishnah. Okay, zok dahelega achim. If you have three brothers, Shnaimem, the nesun and two brothers are married to two sisters. Or they're married to another kind of relation. S- similar concept to two sisters. It's a mother and a daughter. Another kind of relation. Isha A mother or a grandmother, that is, and a granddaughter. isha A grandmother and a granddaughter through a son. So the halacha that we already said before, basically the same halacha. So over here, you have these two sisters. Because you're married to two sisters, so it's an issue of a chais zikukasai. So, therefore, you say you apply the same thing also, binigeya, to any other relation. Yisho, so you could do only chalitza. This is exeyimid rabanon. The Tanakama here says it's exeyimid That a Rabbanon. you could only do chalitza and not yibum. Rapshimen, poite. Now, Rab-shimen disagrees with what it says here in this Mishnah, and really disagrees with what it said in the previous Mishnah. In a case where you have two sisters, and it's a chaisukukasai, then even menatayde, there's no yibum at all, and therefore there's no chalitza either. Says the of Vaitar, again, this is a repetition of our Allah that we learned before. If one of these sisters was Asa for him, uh, and one of these brothers now, Issa, erve. So now for him there's only one sister or, or one of these relatives that are available for Yibim. So therefore Asa, Ba, that one that's Issa, erve he can't do Yibam for. But Umutubach, Haysa, you can do yibim for the sister. If it's a iser mitzvah, or iser kedusheh, if one of these sisters is only a iser of erva med or only a iser which is alav, so then chalcah is v'oleh misyabmais. In such a case, you do only chalitzeh, not yibam. This is basically a repetition of the previous Mishnah, as the Gemara will ask now here and explain. But first, the Gemara explains the new opinion that we have here in the Mishnah, which is Rav Shimon. Tanya... So we learn in the Brai Seder that it explains this. Rab Shimon says when you have it's not just that there's no yibum, but only Chalitze. He says you know no Chalitze and no yibum either. He learns it from apostate. Do not marry a wife and a sister. That's a simple chat of the apostate. But he teaches the words to say zuluzu in a time when they're becoming Tzare's to one another, which means, when they both fall for yibum together, you should not marry either of them. So you read the passage, do not marry sisters, let if they are falling for yibum together, there's no yibum, there's no chalitza at all. That's Rav opinion, so this is Minat then the Mishnah said, Why does the Mishnah say this whole case over here again? This is literally a repetition of the same concept that we said in the previous Mishnah, of Asura Lezeh, Mutaras Lezeh, Asura It's the same thing. It says the like Gemara, We learned this before already. And the Shimon, Itzrich It's only saying the case again according to the That even Rap Shimon agrees to this. So I would think that maybe according to Rapsiman we should be more machmer. Since Rap Shimon said, when it comes to two sisters, that there's no chalitzen, there's no yibim, because this is a problem. So Ligzar, Mishum, Beza is the Almer, so maybe he would be more machmer. That even in a case where one sister is an erva and one is not. But because this isra of doing yibum for a sister is a ism and a minatayra, you should be geizer you might compare this to another case where both sisters, one of them is not an erva. Kamash Malan, that's where the Mishnah repeats Da'alacha again, that even according to Rap we're not geizer that, and if one of them is an erva, you can do the yibum for the other sister.